Hi, I'm Maddie Clampman. I am a white Jewish woman and I am a part of the LGBTQ plus community. With me today is my best friend, Matt. Hi, I'm Matt Gad. I am a Middle Eastern man and I am an ally for the LGBTQ plus community. This is our third episode out of a three-part series about white supremacists and fanatics. And in this episode, we'll be talking about a solution to the issue and its effects. The solution is calling out racist, misogynistic, homophobic, transphobic, and basically any other offensive jokes. For people to know when they are acting racist, homophobic, etc., or say racist or homophobic, etc. things, they must be taught by letting them know that their comments are not okay. As a start, if you're not comfortable or do not feel safe being confrontational, try to break down their thought process and ask questions. For example, that joke doesn't make sense to me. Could you explain it? Or you may be kidding, but this is what it means when you say that type of thing. Do not be afraid to engage in conversations with loved ones, coworkers, and friends. Microaggressions, which can appear in the form of racist, misogynistic, homophobic, transphobic jokes or statements, normalize biases and prejudices. Remember that not saying anything or laughing along implies that you agree. This solution may be limited to smaller scale because it's just one person at a time, but ho- hopefully over time it will change the way people think. I chose this solution because I personally have used this tactic before and I've seen how it's improved how people think. I truly believe this is the best option to address the pressing issue of fanatics and white supremacy because though it may be on a smaller scale, it is really effective and like Matt said, hopefully one day it will have a longer overall impact on the way people think. One piece of evidence to support this solution is from the Support Services for LGBTQ Youth, SFUSD. They say that not confronting people sends the message to students that it is okay to use hurtful and damaging language in school. Another piece of supporting evidence is from Beverly Daniel Tatum, a psychologist and former Spelman College president. They said stereotypes often come in the form of microaggressions, brief and commonplace verbal, behavioral, or environmental indignities. Microaggressions can be intentional or unintentional and sometimes even well-meaning, but they communicate hostile, derogatory, or negative racial messages or assumptions to the receiver. Also, Senator Frank Artelius wrote a a letter of resignation saying he was very sorry about using misogynistic, racial, and overall vulgar language with two other lawmakers who were offended and reported reported him he, they also called him out for his bigotry. He was then asked to resign and write a letter of apology. In addition, Daryl Wing Sue, a psychology and education professor at Columbia University in New York City, where he studies the psychology of racism and anti-racism. He said oftentimes the perpetrator is unaware that they have engaged in demeaning or offensive comments, so you have to make that visible to them. Another piece of evidence is that Melbourne University researchers have found that low-intensity sexism, think like-hearted jokes, comments, 
on your appearance is just as damaging to women in the workplace as overt harassment and discrimination. Lastly, people often make sexist comments as jokes, says etiquette expert Susie Wilson. The speaker may not intend harm, but the bottom line is that they're being offensive, not funny. If you're at work, though it can be complicated to explain this to a superior, one way to question these jokes while still respecting an individual as your employer is to ask them to explain what they meant by the comment. If you remain posed and serious, they may be forced to confront the plain truth that they are that their comment was offensive, not humorous. This solution would show people like white supremacists and fanatics what they are doing wrong and display to them their ignorance and explain how their comments are wrong, offensive, and hurtful. The solution would also help validate and enhance the self-esteem of the person explaining to the ignorant person. Over time, it would make it taboo and create stigma around the usage of the slurs.